Maybe if you're not doing anything tomorrow. Tomorrow. Saturday. Hi. Okay, maybe. I'll let you know. Max sighed as he pulled off his jacket, flicked on the computer, and waited for the ping which would invariably herald the arrival of precisely zero emails. He checked his watch against the clock in the wall. It was 9.15am. Coffee? he said, making his way to the kitchenette. Aye, thanks very much, said Lizzie. So what's on your schedule today? Same as yesterday. Oh dear, is it that quiet? Aye, but it's not up to me to drum up business, is it? That's down to your boss. Right enough, I suppose. Do you not get a wee bit bored? Bored? Are you joking me all the time? Every day? This job is killing me. Look, it's not that bad, is it? Getting paid to sit around doing nothing, it's easy. It's crap. It's for folk with no drive, no ambition and no self-esteem. No offence, like. Doesn't bother me, said Lizzie, as Max struggled with his jacket. But I'm just paid to answer the... Are you off out? I am away for my lunch. Lunch? But you've only just come in. All right, then. Breakfast. Can I get you something? No, you're all right. I've got mine here. What, more dried fruit and peanuts, I suppose? Aye, what's wrong with that? I've seen a pigeon with a gastric band eat more than you. I'm watching my weight. Besides, it's healthy. Of course it is. So is looking like a stick insect. Have I done something to offend you? Max paused by the door and frowned as he rubbed his forehead. No, he said. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... I'm just... I'll get irritable when I've not eaten. See you later. Much to his relief, the walk from the office up to Alloway Street was mercifully quiet, caught as it was in the lull between the shop's opening for business and the inevitable lunchtime rush, comprising workers craving their tuna mayos and steak pies, and pensioners and a mission to browse the department stores without spending a penny. He ambled, hands in pockets against the brisk breeze blowing in from the coast, until he reached the ATM. Reluctantly, he offered up his card and requested a balance. Overdrawn. Payday, a weekend away. Against his better judgment, he withdrew eighty pounds, tucked twenty pounds into his wallet for safekeeping, and headed for the bookies three doors down. A row of gambling machines, each with the enticing lure of a five-hundred-pound payout, sat idle, waiting for someone gullible enough to sate their voracious appetites. Max, more of an optimist than an addict, duly obliged, and emerged nine minutes later, sixty pounds poorer, and a great deal angrier. He pulled out his antiquated phone and called the office. Lizzie, listen, hen, my phone's about to die on me, so I can't talk long. I've got a lead in a place coming on the market. I think I can poach it off the other agent, so if I'm not back, don't worry. I'll see you Monday, OK? OK, said Lizzie. But what about, I mean, do you think you fancy that drink? Aye, text me your number and I'll give you a call. Waterstones, on the high street, was to Max one of life's havens, and the only place he could go, apart from the library or his flat, where he could sit undisturbed in detached solitude. He headed straight to philosophy, plucked a copy of Plato's Symposium from the shelf, and settled down in an all-too-comfortable armchair. Any desire for lunch soon passed, as he sat engrossed in the varying definitions of love, proffered by the collection of poets, writers, physicians, and statesmen, oblivious to the steady trickle of literary enthusiasts who huffed indignantly as they navigated their way around him. 
a middle-aged lady, smartly dressed in a grey blouse and black pencil skirt, slipped silently into the chair beside him, crossed her legs, and watched fascinated as his face contorted with concentration. Max, aware of her presence, turned and slowly raised his eyes, settling on the badge pinned to her chest, proclaiming, Manageress. Hola, guapo, she said softly. Excuse me? Not being funny. But this isn't a library. Max, miffed by the interruption, stared into her dark brown eyes. Aye, and we're not in Barcelona either, he said. What's your point? Are you going to buy that book or not? I'm not sure. I haven't finished it yet. That's not how it works. Look, said Max, if it's what I'm looking for, I'll buy it, okay? And what are you looking for? said the manageress, intrigued. Answers. Answers. To what exactly? Life, love, and you think...